0: Welcome to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast. We are always ready, always there. This podcast series is a production of the State Public Affairs Office.
1: Hello, I'm Tech Sergeant Charles Johnston with Public Affairs. This podcast comes to you from the Centre Stratford training site, and I'm joined by Sergeant Andrew Paradise and Sergeant Brianna Passy, both the drill sergeants with the Recruit Training Company, and assigned to its Recruit Sustainment Program. Sergeants, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show.
0: Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us.
1: Sergeant Passy, you just graduated from Drill Sergeant School, and you've been back for a couple of weeks. Uh, How did that go? And uh, tell us a little bit about your background in the National Guard.
0: Sure. So I enlisted about four years ago. I joined as a forty-six. Romeo, which is a public affairs broadcast communication specialist, and then trained changed into a 46 Sierra, which is a public affairs mass communication specialist.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm drill sergeant paradise. Um, so I just got off active duty. Um, I was active duty for about eight years. Um, my MOS is a 12 November, um, I was stationed in Alaska for just over three years before I moved to El Paso. I was at Fort Bliss then I got picked up to be a drill sergeant for active duty and went over to Fort Leonard Wood. Um, Then I transitioned into the National Guard where I am continuing to be a drill sergeant.
1: And for those who don't know, what is a 12 November?
2: A 12 November is a horizontal heavy equipment operator. So we mostly uh, operate bulldozers and excavators and that type of equipment for the military.
1: Uh, What are some of the things that uh, go on here at the Recruit Training Company to help get these uh, young guardsmen ready for basic training?
0: So they're broken up into four platoons. The first platoon is their first weekend here at the Recruit Training Company, where it's a little bit more laid back. It's a lot of classroom material. Going over Army rank structure, customs and courtesies, classes such as equal opportunity classes, social media classes within the military, and going over your basics of the Army, Army history as well. Second platoon is their second to third weekend at the recruit training company. They go over land navigation, they learn basic first aid that they can apply in a field environment or in an army environment. Third platoon is third or fourth weekend and on until they go to basic combat training and in third platoon is where it's a little bit more intense. So in third platoon it is a little bit more intense where they do battle drills and things like individual movement techniques and they get their hands on fake weapons to get used to holding what a weapon would feel like and get used to using a weapon and having one in their hands so it's a little bit more comfortable when they go to basic combat training and then our fourth platoon is our split ops which is juniors in high school who enlist go to basic training in the summer between their junior and senior year of high school and then during their senior year of high school they come here and they're a little bit more of a mentor to the other platoons because they've already been to basic combat training and they can help the other platoons and teach them what to expect and give a perspective of someone who had just graduated basic combat training and then after their senior year of high school the following summer they go to their advanced individual training where they learn their military occupational specialty
1: drill sergeant paradise you just came off active duty i would imagine the setup is completely different the dynamics must just be like night and day
2: correct yes so yeah, so coming off active duty and, and switching over to the National Guard, it's, it's night and day difference. So active duty, like we're there all day, every day, and we're there training soldiers. So we see them from when they get there as a civilian all the way through until they graduate as a soldier. Um, so coming from that to the National Guard um, has been a little bit um, of a culture shock for me, if you, if you would say. Just because now here we're not we're not training soldiers we're just training them to get ready and be more equipped uh, when they get to basic training to be soldiers and we get to remember here that uh, these these trainees these recruits they're coming right back to us and and they could very well be our soldiers when they get back so so it's just a little bit different the dynamics here but um no it's good it's good.
1: I think what's interesting is that uh, we speak of our home field advantage in uh, New Hampshire with recruiting people that have an interest in the military and, and, uh, and use that expression to articulate what a good choice uh, the National Guard is. It really is, it, it seems like a massive advantage anyway for these young people to come here and get exposed to all this preparatory training before they even get to basic training.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it gives them a huge advantage. And and I even saw it when I was on the trail as an active duty drill sergeant when these National Guard uh, trainees would get there and they were just like miles ahead of the group. And they were just like already leading the way and they knew what to do and they knew what right looked like. So they just had that huge advantage. So I'm glad to now be a part of that. Yeah,
1: Here uh, at the RSP, which is where we're doing the show today, Uh, up in Center Strafford, we have recruits out in the field doing various things. They went on a ruck march earlier. They've been doing some military movement drills with physical training and classroom type things, drill and ceremony. Uh, It's a long day, but it seems like uh, from what I've noticed, you make sure that you you try to insert a little fun with it along the way.
0: Yes, definitely. We want them to not only learn and take in a lot of the information, but also have a good time while they're doing it. We want them to enjoy their experience while they're here so that they're motivated to try as hard as they can with everything that they're doing. Also, we want them to tell their friends about the great time that they had at Drill this weekend and spread the word about the benefits that the army national guard can offer other people and what it's really about from one of their peers. Who's going through it currently.
1: You just got back from drill sergeant school a couple of weeks ago, uh, drill sergeant passy. And before the show started, we were talking about how the shift in focus uh, for the army and the army national guard is for drill sergeants to be a little bit more, uh, of a mentor, uh, to employ a little bit more of a coaching style than perhaps, um, drill sergeants of yesteryear. Can you, can you speak to that?
0: Yes. So while I was at the United States Army Drill Sergeant Academy, our drill sergeant leaders who were our instructors would always be telling us that their goal is to be, a coach, a mentor, a teacher, and to assist us in our career and to help us be better leaders as well. So I've learned a lot of techniques and acquired some skill sets of how to be a better mentor and how to be a better leader that I'm trying to apply now that I'm back at the recruit training company and use those techniques and new skills to be a better coach, a better mentor, a better leader for these young recruits. I hope to be someone that's influential to them and someone that they remember as they go out through their career as someone who made a difference to them in a positive way and helped them learn new skills and feel more confident in themselves as a recruit and future soldier and someone who motivated them to want to be better and want to push themselves to do more
1: sergeant paradise you said something earlier about how you know you might be working alongside with some of these young men and women uh when they come back so the dynamic is a little bit different from active duty and uh a lot of people who uh you know they watch a lot of tv and movies and that's their only impression of what drill sergeants do they they perhaps envision a lot of screaming and a lot of yelling and i don't see a lot of that here i see more of uh, of what Drill Sergeant Passy was speaking of. There's a lot of coaching and mentoring and, you know, some firm correction. But um, these are the these men and women are the future of the organization. And, you know, you have to employ different techniques uh, during the training process.
2: Right, correct. And it's not that they won't get that yelling and screaming in the face that a typical drill sergeant would do, but I'll leave that to the, the basic training drill sergeants. Um, so... Yeah, I feel like we're more here as to guide them in the right direction and uh, just show them really what right looks like and, and what a professional really is before they get there.
1: What is the training like for drill sergeants? Uh, what does it take to make it through drill sergeant school?
2: It takes a, a lot of dedication, and um, you really just got to focus a lot while you're there. Um you're just going to have your head in the book and just be studying, studying, studying the whole time and, and just don't lose focus and, and you'll be all right.
1: Take me through a typical day at the school.
0: A typical day at the academy would be a wake up around 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m. to get ready for a 5, 5.30 formation where you do accountability And then you go right into physical readiness training. After that, you would go to breakfast and then you would shower and change into your uniform and spend the majority of the day, either in the classroom or at the range or in the field, working on field tactics or at the range working on rifle marksmanship. And you would have lunch wherever you are, and then you would have dinner around anywhere between 1700 to 1830. After dinner, it's usually going back to your room, showering, and like Drill Sergeant Paradise said, hitting the books. You you do need to be very disciplined and study because the Drill Sergeant Academy is a lot more than knowing how to march and knowing how to stand at the position of attention, but it's also being able to pitch The position of attention module almost verbatim, which is memorizing about an entire page of sentences about the position of attention that you then have to say almost verbatim to a platoon-sized element and get graded on it. So there's a little bit more to the Drill Sergeant Academy academically than just going to basic training or just doing normal army tasks
2: right and and a lot of people think that going to the drill sergeant academy is just like going through basic training again and in some ways it is but but like drill sergeant Passy he said it's it's a lot more like advanced as far as like learning like verbatim how you're gonna say stuff and whatnot but a big difference is that a lot of the instructors are the same rank as the NCOs going through the Drill Sergeant Academy and in some cases there's people going through the Drill Sergeant Academy that outrank the instructors so there's sometimes issues with people having a big ego and not just leaving it at the door and they get in there and and there's a little bit of a um, people button head so and that goes for people going to basic training too like um, just just leave it at the door and, and you're there to learn and you're there to train just uh, leave leave what you had at home. At home.
1: What was it like putting on the the Stetson, the brown round, the the Smoky Bear, you know, the Drill Sergeant cover? Um, there's a male and female version, obviously on the Army side. Anyway, what was that like? Um, graduation day to to, to don that.
2: It was quite surreal, to to say the least. Um, just, I know, I had some troubles, and, and I ran into some issues when I came through basic training, and I was deathly afraid of my drill sergeants. Um, drill Sergeant Panette, if you're listening to this. No. but uh, um, Yeah, so, so I just never had imagined myself uh, in that position, and then there I was, putting it on, and it was very surreal.
0: I had the opposite experience. When I went through basic combat training, I went to Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And my physical training or my PT field that we did PT every single morning was on a hill right next to the Drill Sergeant Academy. So every morning I could look over and see the Drill Sergeant candidates at the Drill Sergeant Academy doing their PT and doing their training at the academy, and I remember looking at my battle buddies and saying, I will be there one day. And then a little bit less than four years ago, I was at the Drill Sergeant Academy looking up at the hill that I used to do PT on as a basic training trainee and just thought to myself, I finally made it here. And then putting the hat on, putting the Bush hat on for the first time, I, I would agree with Drill Sergeant Paradise. It's a very... Surreal. It almost felt like, you know, my dad was putting his hat on me. Like, it wasn't actually something that was mine. It, is, you know. is
1: imposter syndrome a real thing?
0: Yes, yes, definitely. Imposter syndrome. And even wearing it today, today being my first drill as a drill sergeant, it, it feels weird. Every time I walk into a building, I go to take my bush hat off, and then I remember that I actually am supposed to keep it on. And it, It's just very... It's something I've always wanted, in it. it is surreal to finally have it.
1: What would you say to somebody who's thinking about enlisting in the New Hampshire Army National Guard?
0: One of the best parts about being in the Army National Guard is that you are a citizen soldier, meaning that you put your uniform on and you are a soldier when you do your drill one week in a month or your annual training, which is about two weeks out of every year but you also can have your civilian career. So you can focus on the civilian career that you want or the civilian job opportunity that works best for you while also serving part-time in the New Hampshire Army National Guard. The New Hampshire Army National Guard also offers 100% free tuition to any New Hampshire state college or university, which could really help somebody if they're trying to go to college and they're not exactly sure how they could pay for it they could enlist in the new hampshire army national guard and get that 100 percent free tuition waiver so that they don't have to worry about how they will get to college they just have to worry about which state college or university they want to apply to
1: drill sergeant passy drill sergeant paradise thank you for joining me today for the show
0: absolutely thank you for having us Thanks for listening to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast.